0: Hi guys, this is Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty. Welcome back to Naya Unfiltered, where I get to interview interesting people and talk about all things beauty. This week's guest is Myrta Michelle, author, poet, actress, producer. She is forever on her journey about self-discovery and self-love. Join me in my conversation with Myrta Michelle, where we discuss the road to self-love and the process she takes in writing her beautiful poetry and from where she draws her inspiration. Let's get started. guys, it's Thea Sanders from Naya Beauty. Um, welcome to Naya Unfiltered. Today, I have the great pleasure of introducing my guest, is Mirta Michelle. She is a poet, an actress, an author, a beautiful human being. And I'm just really happy that she's here to talk to me today. Um, hi. Hi guys. Do you think that you could um, just introduce yourself to my
1: audience? So I'm Mirta Michelle and I am a poet author and actress an artist. And I just recently actually released my fourth book, 18 inches. And I also uh, love beauty. And I'm all about this social media world. So I'm excited to talk to you guys a little bit about beauty and and all that good stuff.
0: Great. Thank you. Okay, speaking of beauty, I like to always start off asking my guests, what is your definition of beauty?
1: To me beauty really starts within I am one of those people that I, I think especially nowadays when you can go and change your face right and there's so much plastic surgery and and you know you if you don't feel that beautiful on the outside you can certainly make changes right but I believe true beauty lies inside it's it all starts within if you're if you're not a good person I, I I don't think I'm going to find you beautiful. So to me, I, not only do I care about, I do care about my outside appearance, but I care much more about my soul. And I feel that, that when you do take your time to, to invest and take care of your soul, that's going to reflect on your outside beauty. So it's more about the soul and like, how do you think that you feed your soul
0: in order for that beauty to come out? Because I've, you know, listened to your past interviews and, you know, read about you, and, and you're a very soulful person,
1: you know? So yeah. it makes sense that beauty would stem from the soul. Um, for me, it's it's one of those things that I feel that you have to take your time to get to know yourself. You have to learn yourself. and everyone experiences um those those low moments in life but it's those low moments that in my opinion builds character so i feel that the same way we invest in maybe working out you have to invest in working out your soul like and there's in my opinion certain exercises you can do you could read great books you could meditate you could um, listen to a great sermon, uh, whatever it is, everyone is different. But definitely take the time to invest in your, in your soul, in your spiritual life. I feel that um, so many times we constantly focus on taking care of the outside, right. that we don't invest as much time into the inside. And if you're unhappy, it's mm-hmm. going to reflect it's going to reflect. And I feel that true happiness really starts when you have peace, when you feel content and you feel peace. If you don't feel peace, you're, you're always going to be searching for something and, and you're always going to feel empty. So I think that's, that's one of the ways that you, you find that inner beauty. It's taking the time to really work on yourself and learn yourself. Every, everyone is, is on the same boat. we are all here on earth trying to unlearn and relearn without even knowing that that's how it works. Right. Mm -hmm. And the important thing is, is to never give up and to striving constantly to become a better version of ourselves.
0: So talking about learning about yourself, you know, and, and and beauty and inner beauty and peace comes from that during this pandemic. Did you, learn something about yourself that surprised
1: you? Mm, I learned many things about myself. I feel like I never stopped learning. You never do. You never stop learning. I think one of the things that I took the time during the, during this pandemic is I, I've tried not to be as hard on myself. I think I'm always like my worst critic. And I learned how to breathe again. It's like sometimes you we place so much pressure on ourselves and we forget that you also need to rest. Right. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take this time and I'm going to rest. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to to do the things that I that I enjoy doing at home, right? And 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 I'm not gonna see it as as a setback i feel that a lot of times people began to see this as a setback like you're losing a year no you're not it's all about how you perceive things i didn't lose a year i i gained many great things but it's all about how you perceive it your perception and for me i really enjoyed personally spending time with my my nieces and nephews um that i don't see as often because we live in a different state mm-hmm. and I, I gave time to my family and, and that made me really happy. I, I was just like, I'm going to go day by day. I'm going to take this day by day. So, so I feel like if anything, what I learned was more to, to rest. I'm always on a plane. I'm always like, crazy. like going from place to place. I'm always, um, I'm always working I'm always nonstop, even when I'm on a vacation I'm not really always on vacation it might seem like it but I'm always constantly working I'm on my computer all the time Mm -hmm. writing I mean it's like books don't write themselves right Right. (laughs) and I'm always constantly working and and sometimes even if I'm not I'm constantly thinking so I just rested I rested and it felt good Sounds good.
0: <laughs> so it's like a true vacation. I mean, it's it's hard to say that this is a vacation, but then you know the world stopped, and so that gave you an opportunity to truly stop. Because, like you said, even if you're on vacation, your phone doesn't stop ringing. You know. Yeah.
1: I. You know. I. I did still write. I started a script. I read books. I. But to me, those things are fun. That's really <laughs> work. It. It it's technically some work, but it's it's fun for me. So, so
0: did you set out an intention when
1: 2020 started. Like, did you have goals or, you know, resolutions? Yeah. I I had tons of goals, which I still accomplished. Um, some of them, I, I I released a book during this pandemic. Um, it was supposed to be released six months prior to the release date that then got it got pushed to but I mean the book still came out it it's doing well in in sales I um I launched a candle line I um am working on other projects I, I'm busy, writing my next project you know I I didn't allow for for the um, pandemic to stop the goals that I had set. I worked extremely hard at this last book, 18 inches. And for me, I wasn't going to let this stop me from releasing it. So I, I just, um, I, I just kept going and you have to have trust in, you know, you have to trust the process. You have to trust, that there are good things ahead and, and that this was all meant to happen. I believe everything happens for a reason. And I think that collectively, as a world, we needed to open up our eyes. I think technology has taken over to the point that people were not paying attention to many of the things that mattered.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think this was an, a, a, a reset. So this was a reset.
0: You have written a collection of books, like, I think like six books. Um, four. Four, four books. <laughs> you're like, wow, you, but yes, you, but, but you know, you, you have these beautiful poems and what is your inspiration for your writings? Like, does it just happen one day or you just intentionally sit down and start writing or does something just hit you and you have to start writing?
1: What's your inspiration? Well, for me, love is always my inspiration. I believe that everything in the world revolves around love. So for me, sometimes it's, it's the quest of love, the pursuit. Sometimes in certain books, it's been the realization, acceptance, but it's, it always revolves around love and finding that strength and the love within me because i believe that all the love we need had already been placed inside of us it's the world that tried to lie to us and tell us that we weren't enough and 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 that's why i believe that it's all about unlearning and relearning mind you I don't have this, um, every single day I can wake up feeling a bit down sometimes, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but overall I know that all the love that I need is already within me. So that's when, when I feel down, that's when I go back to the thing that I have worked on to the inner work I've done and I remind myself, hey, you are stronger than, than how you feel right now. And you have a bright future ahead of you. You can't give up.
0: Mm-hmm. You have
1: to keep going. There is purpose in everything you live. There's purpose in your career. There's purpose in your personal life. And, you know, so on my worst days, I remind myself of the work I've done on my good days, sometimes those days are really good and it fills me with energy so the other days that I don't feel as great, I'm reminded of those, of those, of those days full of energy, right? So I feel that, um, that at all times, my inspiration is always love. I believe that we come from love. We, our creator is, love is loving energy all around and it's it's light and of course we can experience those moments of darkness but overall we have to remember that we come from light so Mm -hmm. that's what my work is always about and I share these the experiences that have that have taught me these things right I wasn't born knowing this (laughs)
0: It's it's like this self-evolution and like knowing, right? And and I guess first in order to love someone else is you have to love yourself. You have
1: to. Right? Talk about self-love first.
0: Not automatic because some people could hate themselves. But I I love how you keep on saying like you have to unlearn and relearn. You know, it's like it's a constant evolution. And part of it is, I think, acceptance and loving yourself, right? so... In these trying times, like what do you think people have to unlearn and relearn?
1: Well, for everyone is different, obviously, because it just depends how you've been raised, um, your background. Everybody has different different experiences. But overall, I think that we all experience pain and we experience love. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to unlearn the conditioning that we've been given depending on our background, right? And if, if it's any conditioning that is tied to the opposite of love, which is hate, which is darkness, anger, pain, then those are the things we need to unlearn. Mm-hmm. Because the goal, in my opinion, is to get back to love. Right, we I, have to, we I have to unlearn to relearn the true pathway of love.
0: So, you know, you're a poet, you're an author, you're an actress, you're a director, you have, wear so many hats. Is there one true passion that you have of yours?
1: People, I love to help people and I use my art to help people. I didn't always understand that. I learned that as I got older, um when you do things without purpose, you think or at least you think you have a purpose in something but if if this purpose doesn't help humanity i don't I believe there's still a stronger purpose out there for you. I believe purpose contributes to humanity in any in any aspect right but it's you're you're leaving a contribution here. I believe that's true purpose. And for me, I realize that I, I love people. I, I love to see people happy. I love to see people find self-love. I love, I love to see people prosper. So for me, that's, that's my true gift. Everything else that I do on the outside. Yeah. It's, it's, talent. It's a gift. I'm thankful for it. But it's, it, it, its purpose is to fulfill my true purpose, which is to help people. That's beautiful. You know, that's, that's beautiful because it's
0: like, oh, well, it could be your passion could be writing. But honestly, to say that passion is people, right, to make them happy. That, yeah, like not a lot of people
1: not necessarily to make them happy, because I don't think anyone has a power to make other people happy. I think Mm -hmm. what we do have the power is to, to stir people in the direction of finding their own peace, their own truth. I, I believe people should question things. Okay. Constantly question where you come from question what, you know, what you've been taught and find what, connects to your soul the, the strongest. And my right or wrong is going to be, it won't be the same as other people. Mm-hmm. What I find important will be different. But I do believe there's a universal understanding without even people maybe understanding how to place it in words, how to describe it in words. But I believe that inner peace is what we strive for even if we don't know how to necessarily describe it and I think that it all starts with really learning yourself and loving yourself and um, and for me loving my creator because I feel that, that I really learned about true love when I started understanding my creator's love for me and how I was ex- I accepted myself when I started understanding that I was created the way I was supposed to be. And when I started accepting myself with flaws and all, that's when I really started loving myself. Yeah. So,
0: I like that in the sense of it's not, you know, like you said, you can't make a person happy, but maybe you can start them on their journey, right? On their journey. Correct. Yeah. yeah from what I'm gathering, like everybody has their own personal journey, their own personal story. And maybe what you could do is like start the conversation with themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Of, okay. Like either learning to um, deal with other past pain that they've had or whatever it is inside of them, but just start that conversation with themselves.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that, that we, we all need to heal. I I think we all need to heal. I think it's a mistake to believe that we don't need healing. I think people that think that they don't need to heal are people that are stubborn. Right. Right. And I can see that.
0: And it's like, you know, it's really cool when I talk to women and my contemporaries and I say, you know, what's your definition of beauty? And, you know, more often than not, it's, it always stems from the inside. Yeah. Now it's like the confidence. Strength, you know, whatever they're tapping inside, happiness. You know, if they have a passion about themselves, then it's like, you know, what do you think propelled that movement, that shift from um, focusing on the
1: exterior to focusing on the interior? I feel it was the feeling of emptiness. I feel that that I felt empty. I, I, I felt empty, and I knew that I could do something about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've experienced many beautiful things in my life. I've been very lucky to have seen things have just beautiful experiences. Like some some people might consider me lucky, right? And and some people might. And what I what I always saw is that people would would judge me from the outside. Like, well, she, she seems like she has it all in the sense of, oh, she's, she's pretty. She, she travels. She has such a fun life. And, I'm, and let me tell you, I understood that I, I was blessed in a lot of things, but why did I feel empty? Mm-hmm. And for me, when I began that search for filling myself and and not placing my desire for love from other people as important, I, I think when especially when you 're a young woman in a major city and you come across different individuals, you start sometimes even comparing yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To these other people, and you start. I say that sometimes when you don't, when you know less, you could be more happy. When you see less, right. you're happy. And for me, I had I had seen so much already in my twenties that I was constantly chasing, chasing this feeling, chasing something to fill me, and and I would compare myself to other people, and then. I got it. Uh, when I started working on myself, started realizing how we're not always taught to accept ourselves and love ourselves. You you could have been raised in a in a loving family, but sometimes these things aren't taught because maybe our parents didn't didn't um, know either. Maybe they weren't taught either, and it was one of those situations that. I just started taking the time to to find what fills my soul, what what connects like i, I don't i I did so much growth that I would just smile sometimes like I just smile because I felt that i that I was content all alone that I didn't need the I didn't need the approval and the validation of other people anymore and
0: when was that? Got, what,
1: what do you think what age or
0: what was the tipping point when you realized you didn't need that anymore or did you ever need it
1: I, I feel I definitely needed it I, even in relationships I was constantly seeking validation from my partners and and obviously, sometimes I would get it and sometimes I wouldn't. And that would that would disrupt my self-esteem. I, I, I saw a lot of my self-esteem going up and down because of different relationships. So for me, it was more about empowering myself, becoming strong on my own. And I mean... It. I started really seeing that growth, I'd say around like 29. That's right to me, the age of 30 is a magical age for a woman. But I feel that some women, they can, they can reach that point way before. <laughs> and, and if you reach it way after 30, that's great too. Right but, but at least they reached it right Exactly exactly I feel that that um that as long as as you're you're trying and you're working on yourself and everybody everybody um experiences a different journey and a different time and, and just because certain things happen to certain people earlier or later in life doesn't mean that that you're anything less right it's mm-hmm. it's just there's different timing for everyone.
0: Right. I think it's like when everyone's a different book, right. With a different cover, but when they open it, like you don't know what that book is going to be because people just judge based upon looks, right? Like, but like you said, people look at you from the outside and just think, Oh, she's lucky. She gets to travel. She's like this, she's like that. But little do they know that you're working on the inside too. Like you're constantly, you know, working on yourself and, it's it's nice to hear that. Like, okay, well, um, I'm I haven't fully evolved, but I'm I'm trying to continue to evolve because you're like it, it's always continuing to work. It's a never-ending process, right? And so then, if you were gonna pamper yourself, like to recharge, what is that thing that recharges you?
1: Hmm. For me, I I like I enjoy my solitude. Okay. So. Uh, I feel that it's good to, to be alone sometimes. And I, I do a number of things during my um, solitude. I, I could put on a mask and watch a show simultaneously. I can, um, I give myself little facials. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I had actually, for a moment, I I'm, I'm a aesthetician school drop off drop out <laughs> okay. so you see I've always, I always wanted to like own a salon and I didn't want to do the entire cosmetology because uh, it, it, it was like a year or so and I was like oh, okay I'll do the esthetician one and but I ended up dropping out I was like I, 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 was, I needed to go to school every single day and it was it was it was, I was, it was not happening <laughs> So you can make your, you make your own masks? I, you know what? I can, I can, I would make my own scrubs. Um, But no, now I don't make anything of my own, but I could do my own facials. I could give people facials. I learned all of that. I mean, I can wax my eyebrows on my own. I could do, I could do everything. Um, So sometimes it's all about just like doing those things for myself. Right. um, yeah, but obviously, if, if I have the opportunity to go get a facial somewhere or a massage, that's gonna be great too. <laughs> a nice spa day is amazing, right? That's that's are like the massage and the scrub. Yeah, the massage, the scrub. I love going to. That's actually one of the things that I miss the most. Um, I I always went to these Korean spas. Oh, here in
0: yeah.
1: Day. And oh my god, nothing like a Korean scrub, let me tell you.
0: Oh, please tell me, my mother's Korean, so okay. we know so you know. yes, the best, the best that yeah. is, and it's like the most rewarding thing is just to see all of that just like coming off of you after that when they scrub you. Yeah, you feel like a goddess, <laughs> and your skin is so soft and oh, so oh.
1: it's amazing.
0: That's like the thing that you miss, like you know, going to those. Those um, Korean baths. Yeah, that's funny. Not a lot of people, not a lot of Americans
1: know about it. Uh, I'm lucky that I live in LA and (laughs) there's Koreatown here. (laughs) I'm down in San Diego, so I've been to like
0: a, a, it's on like Olympia or something like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's several there on the street. There's a lot.
0: If you pamper yourself by going to the Korean spa and you can create masks for yourself. What do you think your one secret um, product is in your arsenal? Because your skin is amazing. You look beautiful.
1: Thank you. I, I always tell, well, well, there's a lot of great products that I use. I don't like to stick to the same thing all the time because I think your skin could then get used to it and then you should always change it up. But I'm all about serums. OK. I try different serums all the time. And there's, there's some that I stick to, that I stick to, um, um true botanicals has a great oil, um, a radiance oil. It's great, great, great. Um, do skincare has an amazing serum called intense rescue that I love. Um, I mean, I, I try to stick to great serums. If, 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 sometimes it, if it's a brand, like a smaller brand, I always recommend people to try their, vit- if they have a vitamin C serum, I think vitamin C is a great, um, is a great way to start on your serum journey. <laughs> um, I love vitamin C-based products. Mm-hmm. For my hair, my thing is oil, argan oil. I wash my hair and I apply argan oil on my damp hair. It was not argan oil, it's some combination of of, of Moroccan oil, like some something like so, something along those lines. If it's Middle Eastern, I trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks so thick
0: and luscious, and you know.
1: So for me, that's like my my secret. If, if I were to ever come out with a hair with a hair product, it would definitely be a hair oil first.
0: Well, talk to me about your candle line. It looks amazing. I just I wish I could smell it because it looks so pretty and it looks like it smells. The scents
1: so- are so amazing. I we have three different scents. And you have your different kinds of scents. You have like your fruity floral. You have your warm and spicy. Um, there's a scent for everyone. I, that's the only thing that sucks that a lot of people can't. Obviously, you can't smell them because I'm selling them online. Right. But everyone that has been buying them has been writing back and saying how delicious they smell. And I try to write descriptions to the best of my, um, I, yeah, it's like, it's like everything that's in the candle, um, it's on the website, um, but they're amazing scents. And and obviously it, accompanied by a great quote that can motivate you on any day, right? That was my whole um, motive behind the candle line. I love candles. I always like candles, when I'm working, when I'm hanging at home, I am a candle lover, so I, I hadn't seen that before. I've seen poetry on candles. Usually I've seen quotes, like funny quotes, et cetera, but I had never seen poetic candles. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and I've been having fun with it. We're about to uh, release now a holiday candle. Um, in December.
0: Just having fun with it. They can find it on your website. Can they also find it on Amazon or where else can they find it? Well,
1: as of right now on my website, we are working on getting distribution in different places. Um, but as of right now on my site, yeah. So it's like adding
0: you know, that to your resume too. There's just so many, you're just a chameleon of like, so candle maker. <laughs> <It's a laughs> candle maker. next thing you know, be like, you know, hair products. I'm coming out with hair products. You never know. Right.
1: And you know, it, the possibilities are
0: endless. Right. I mean, you know, you're an inspirational person that it's like, there are no boundaries. Like if you want to go for it and do it, then, just do it. Like there's only yourself to you stop. You could at
1: least try. That's what yeah. I always
0: say. At least sure. try. You know, I, I was listening to you the other day and you were saying like, well, I wasn't going to wait for someone to give me the opportunity. I was going to make my own opportunities, you know? So where was there oh, was there always this confidence of like, I, I'm not going to wait for someone to give it to me and I'm, I'm going
1: to go out and make it for myself. Was there always that confidence? Um, I've always been a pretty confident person since I was a young girl but obviously I had moments of doubt as well but I realized I I wasn't one of those people that that was just lucky Mm -hmm. right good things have happened to me but I've always been the type that I've had to work for everything nothing has ever been handed to me I don't know what a handout is whatsoever I don't even know what it's like when when necessarily being at the right place at the right time, kind of like. Okay, Everything has always been, I have to do it because if not, no one's going to do it for me. No one's going to help me, kind of vibe. Like. So I, I always had that, that understanding since I was really young. And did it suck? Yeah, sometimes it sucks because sometimes you see other people like, wow, that, you're so lucky, right? And then I was like, you know what? I wasn't handed the same cards as other people, but I was handed these cards and I'm going to make the best of it. I was given talents and I'm going to work and I'm going to try to accomplish my dreams. One thing is, you know, I've never been lazy. It's A lot of people, they, they, they could be talented, but they just think that it, it's going to land on their lap or something. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm just, I realized, hey, you weren't one of those people you weren't born into a rich family, you weren't um given everything you you know it's like you you've struggled but it's okay, it's made me who I am yeah, that's so true. yeah, so i've just I'm not gonna wait for people every time i every time that I gave people an opportunity, maybe like to work on my team I've I've been so heavily disappointed i like because sometimes I, I like especially like with acting it's like you you get an agent you think everything's gonna change and then the agent doesn't do anything <laughs> so then you're like okay so then I'm the one that I have to be out there hustling on my own yeah not uh, how am I gonna pay my bills you know I took that that um that train of thought, that way of thinking early on. I adapted that way of thinking very early on in my life. I moved to Los Angeles without knowing anyone. And I was alone. And, but I wanted to move here. I wanted to pursue my dreams. So I did it. If I was waiting around for the right time to move, I perhaps would have never left my end. Right. So I would tell people, don't wait for the right time. Yeah. The right time is now. Right. Just, just go, try. If, if it doesn't work out, get up and try again.
0: These are motivational quotes. What would you um, say to a person who's like a little bit of afraid or, or maybe they're just like, well, you know, I don't know if I, if I have the talent. I don't know. So what would, you,
1: what would you tell this person? Fear keeps us from our greatness. That's awesome. Fear is the opposite of love. So we should strive to be like love. So define love. What are the qualities of love? Love believes. Love trusts. Love is strong. Love is powerful. Love is great, right? So we should always strive to be love. But if we start allowing for fear to take over our lives, then that's what we're going to live. We're going to live a fearful life. So it's all about every single day trying to push the fear out, trying to push the fear out. We all have days that, yes, that we're afraid and we we allow doubt in, in our heads, but it's all about fighting it. It's, it's like, I always say, it's like a little angel and a little devil. It's like, don't let the devil win, listen to the little angel, you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. Right. Yeah, I love
0: it. I mean, um, it's it's just kind of pushing yourself and believing yourself, which also like circles back to that confidence, right? And that yes. shines out that beauty. So in a closing note, um, where do you think beauty's going to
1: go from here? It looks like it's going to keep going plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice. If, <laughs> it would be nice if people started loving themselves really and and listen, I, I believe people should feel good, feel good, but but you got to also love yourself, man, and if you're constantly trying to change the way you were made, you're never going to be happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: never. But I think the future of beauty as in an industry um, will definitely keep on growing. It's one of the largest businesses, if if not the largest. I I feel like the beauty industry hasn't really suffered so much during this pandemic. People are somehow still buying lip glosses and we're wearing masks. (laughs) Mask. (laughs) right? not stopping um I think uh I do think it's going to become more diverse we're seeing that I think we're going to see more representation which is great mm-hmm. um yeah I think there's going to be more growth and hopefully a lot more female-owned businesses
0: yes please right mm-hmm well, Martha, Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. I mean, this was a really deep conversation that like fed I, a cool. I love it. Thank you know. you. I uh, was I was trying not to go too 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 deep. No, I but, I mean, I mean, I am. beauty beauty isn't just superficial, right? Beauty is like deeper than that. I mean, in the beauty well, industry there's it has many layers and it's like, there's makeup, there's skincare, there's men's grooming. And I think that all of it comes from confidence. When a person wants to feel, you know, sexy, they put on something and it's like, it's evoking something in them, but you know, we can't ignore um, that part inside. Yeah, You're expressing yourself, you know, if somebody's sad or if someone's in pain, you can see it on them. But if they're happy and confident, you know, um, you can also see that on them, and I like to focus on the 360, the whole person, which is the inside and out. And this was like great. This was like it's like what they say, like chicken soup for the soul. You know, it's awesome. I loved yeah. it. I loved it that it was so deep. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed
0: my chat with Myrta Michelle. For the video version of this interview, please join us on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at Naya Beauty App to stay updated on our next Naya Unfiltered guest. Thanks and see you soon.